This podcast was brought to you by Optus Stadium. Now taking orders for your next breakfast or lunch meeting. Good afternoon and welcome to At Close of Business, a daily podcast hosted by Business News. On today's episode of At Close of Business, hear journalist Matt McKenzie discuss the golden period for IPOs and this past year in gold mining in WA. But first, here's the news you need to know today. A further six crew members on board a cargo ship docked at Fremantle Port have tested positive for COVID-19 overnight, taking the total number of cases on the vessel to nine. In a statement released this afternoon, Premier Mark McGowan confirmed the latest cases on board the vessel, which has been docked at Fremantle since Monday after its crew fell ill with COVID-like symptoms. The ship and its 20 crew left Singapore on July 18, bound for the port of Quinana, and are understood to have spent a number of days in COVID-stricken Indonesia. The three crew members transferred off the ship by WA Health Authorities on Monday remain in Fiona Stanley Hospital, one of whom is in ICU in a serious but stable condition. The other two crew members are in a stable condition on the respiratory ward. The ship is the fourth international vessel to arrive in WA waters with COVID-positive crew members on board in the past month. Health Minister Roger Cook faced scrutiny yesterday after it was revealed a breach had occurred during Monday's transfer of one of the crew members which resulted in two healthcare workers being placed in 14 days of hotel quarantine. Mr Cook said the incident was disappointing and would be the subject of a full review. And in mining news, Rio Tinto has committed to developing a project in Serbia that it expects will be the biggest lithium supplier in Europe for the next 15 years. The $2.4 billion Yadar project will produce lithium carbonate, a critical mineral used in large-scale batteries for electric vehicles and renewable energy storage facilities. The mine is expected to create 2,100 jobs during construction and will begin next year and 1,000 jobs during operation. Rio expects operations to start in 2026, followed by a ramp up to full production in 2029. And the engineering and construction arm of ASX-listed Westar Industrial has secured its biggest contract to date for work on Fortescue Metal Group's Ironbridge Magnetite Mine in the Pilbara. The company has been tasked with building the wet process plant and associated infrastructure at Iron Bridge, where production is scheduled to start in the second half of 2022. The contract is valued at $145 million, which Westar Industrial Managing Director Mark DeMassey says is the company's biggest contract win. Westar expects more than 500 personnel will be required to complete the work, which includes module, tank and mechanical installation. We'll be right back. Those in the know know Optus Stadium is the perfect place to host. Weddings, parties, anything. Whatever the size of your wedding, ball, graduation or sundowner, our award-winning Optus Stadium makes the perfect backdrop. Our space equals peace of mind. Our chefs equal world-class catering. Our service equals happy guests. Want to create lasting memories for your guests? Visit optusstadium.com.au to find out more. Matt, close to a quarter of a billion dollars has been raised for gold projects through ASX listings in the past 12 months. Uh, You wrote a bit about gold IPOs in our latest edition. Can you tell me what the market is like generally that's leading to such a flurry of activity? 
Yeah, thanks, Jordan. So a lot of um, gold-related businesses listing linked to WA, or um, maybe they have an interest in copper or something else, but partly gold. We've included those two. Um, more than 30 that we've seen in the last year that are somehow linked to WA and somehow linked to gold worth $233 million, just in terms of initial public offerings. And then in terms of other equity raisings by gold, the numbers, sorry, by gold miners, uh, the number the number's much, much higher even. Um, what's driving this? Very high gold price uh, seems to be the biggest factor. And we know that for a period last year, it was uh, over 2,000 US dollars an ounce, which is a record level. Um, so it's a very good time to be mining gold and selling it. Uh, it's also a pretty good time to be exploring for gold, which is why a lot of people uh, have got their hand out looking for money. There's a few points that need to be made about this, though. Um, the price has come down a little bit since then, but not too much, so it's not too bad. Uh, one thing that's positive is the exchange rate has been reasonably stable. Now, those of us, uh, not so much me, I wasn't a journalist back then, but listeners with a little bit of a longer memory will remember that uh, during the last mining boom, the exchange rate went way up above parity with the US dollar. That makes local exporters much less competitive. This time around, the exchange rate's been reasonably stable, so that means they're getting the full benefit of a very high uh, gold price. Um, which makes them keen to invest and explore. Where the problem perhaps is, is that people are now saying, well, actually, there's the labs, they're jam-packed in terms of getting all the data through. Uh, there's maybe probably enough rigs, but in terms of getting all the skilled workers for them, a bit of a struggle. So a lot of gold miners, and they're all competing for the market's attention, all competing to use those scarce resources and get those projects across the line. So it's very, very interesting. It's been a golden period for IPOs, and of course, of course, uh, if you're in corporate finance, you'd be very happy. Uh, the two biggest deals uh, together, I think, earned the underwriters almost $2 million combined for, for those IPOs. So it's been a busy period for those on the terrace. Indeed it has. And uh, there's been some movement on the Data in Insights' largest gold miners list with the WA company at the top of the list for, as I understand, the first time in a very long time. Yeah, so Jess Massioni's written this piece as part of the gold mining feature. V very interesting. And she's picked up on something exactly what you've said, that... We've been running this list for uh, the better part of a decade, and as I understand it, we've never had a WA-owned company at the top uh, in terms of gold output, gold production here in WA. Previously, we've had Newmont Corporation, for example, for some considerable time, and then there was Gold Fields. Uh, well, now it's Northern Star Resources, which has been really, uh, it's been going for it. They've been on the drive in recent years. Um, they bought into uh, KCGM not that long ago, um, they've also been, uh, you know, doing work on their own projects. They've, they've basically been on a growth spree, um, whereas some others are, uh, you know, exiting. Uh, Barrick Gold has taken much less interest in WA in recent years, so that's meant there's been a bit of a shake-up on the data and insights list. Northern Star is first, uh, Northern Star Resources. Then there's Goldfields, Newmont Corporation, um, and Anglo Gold Ashanti in the top four. So. Uh, you know, some people might take a little bit of pride to have a WA presence there at the top. And a great story from Jess Massioni you can read in our latest edition. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time today, Matt. Thanks, Jordan. We understand that business relies on being informed. That's why Business News is your most reliable source of news, industry insights and business connections. To stay fully informed, we encourage you to subscribe to our emails, flick through our magazine and visit businessnews.com.au for daily news updates. It's the best way to ensure you have the information you need to be future ready. Business News. More news, more insights, more connections.
This podcast was brought to you by Optus Stadium. Now taking orders for your next breakfast or lunch meeting. If you like what you've heard, head to our Spotify page to like and subscribe. New episodes of At Close of Business are available every day in time for our afternoon wrap. I'm Jordan Murray. See you tomorrow.